Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, October 25th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. President Biden's popularity plummeting faster than any president since World War II. Barack Obama tries to revive Terry McAuliffe's campaign in Virginia. Criminals take over downtown Chicago. Alec Baldwin could face legal charges for accidentally killing a crew member in New Mexico. Also ahead, who is protecting Joe Biden? But first, a new poll from Gallup says Joe Biden's approval rating is falling at the fastest pace for any president since 1945. In just nine months, his popularity has dropped from 56% to 42 Mr. Biden now one of the most polarizing presidents in history. 92% of Democrats still support him compared to just 4% of Republicans. Barack Obama campaigning for Terry McAuliffe in Virginia. The Democrat tied with Republican Glenn Youngkin in the race for governor. McAuliffe's popularity fading for refusing to condemn critical race theory. Youngkin promising to ban it in public schools if elected. McAuliffe receiving $45 million in donations largely from places like Hollywood and New York City. Virginia voters will have their say November 2nd. Brazen thieves targeting luxury stores in Chicago's Miracle Mile shopping district. The gang stole thousands of dollars in jewelry and designer bags. Violent crime and robberies in Chicago up 50% in most precincts compared to 2019. And things there are about to get much worse. Mayor Lightfoot threatening to fire 3,000 police officers for refusing to take the vax. That's one-third of the entire force. Actor Alec Baldwin accidentally killing a crew member on the set of his new film. The director of photography shot dead when Baldwin fired a prop gun. A warrant says a live round was loaded into the weapon. As executive producer, Baldwin could be charged with negligent homicide. Camera crews reportedly walked off the job earlier this month to protest dangerous working conditions on the film. In a moment, President Biden gets some protection. Right back with that. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 Remembrance Across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day protecting Joe Biden. The stage was set. CNN had the evening nicely positioned for a town hall with Joe Biden. 
liberal audience showed up last Thursday in Baltimore, along with a very friendly Anderson Cooper. What could go wrong? Nothing. Well, maybe one thing. Nobody watched. Just 1.3 million viewers tuned in. Fox News crushed the Biden exposition. Even the hapless MSNBC had significantly more viewers. Now, that circumstance happens daily on the cable news network because it's largely boring and biased. But when you heavily promote a 90-minute special with the President of the United States, you would expect more than 1.3 million to watch. Come on! There are 330 million people living in this country. Joe Biden himself was energetic, fairly relaxed on camera. He understood that CNN had gathered audience questions in advance, and there would be few of a challenging nature. Mr. Biden also knew that Cooper would save him if he faltered. And old Anderson came through by quickly getting away from the border issue. From the start, Mr. Biden stayed on message by promising to give Americans trillions of dollars in government subsidies. Even when a civilian asked when gas prices would go down, Joe predicted next year, but don't you worry about it. There are government giveaways that will compensate for higher fuel costs. Joey Warbucks on the case. Sadly, the question and answer format was tedious, largely because the president has no solutions to problems, and Anderson Cooper wouldn't ask probing questions because the fix was in. Example, Mr. Biden adamantly supports COVID mandates, and the left-leaning audience applauded that. At that point, Anderson Cooper could have asked a very simple but necessary question. Mr. President, if mandates suppress the spread of COVID, why does Florida now have the lowest transmission rate in the nation. As you know, Florida passed a law banning mandates. Again, Mr. Cooper could have asked that question. And CNN also could apologize for totally botching the Russian collusion thing. Neither will ever happen. My favorite moment in the evening was when Mr. Biden actually told the world he hasn't had time to visit the southern border, which is under siege from millions of foreign nationals. No joke, Mr. Biden says he has no time. Anderson Cooper just stood there. And now you know why the American people don't have time to watch the president on CNN. It's absolutely useless, a major news organization in the tank for a sitting president. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve that message by writing it. For more honest news analysis 24-7, please visit BillOReilly.com. You can also reach me, Bill, at BillOReilly.com, name in town, if you wish to opine. Finally, my book, Killing the Mob, will make a great holiday gift. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve 
currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 38 years ago today, President Ronald Reagan deployed thousands of U.S. Marines to a tiny country 90 miles off the coast of Venezuela. The Marines were sent to protect hundreds of Americans living on that island. The U.S. invasion of Grenada had begun. The trouble started four years earlier. Radical leftist Maurice Bishop seized power and developed a very close relationship with Fidel Castro. In 1983, Another Marxist assassinated Bishop and then took control of the Grenadian government. Different factions fought for power. Chaos engulfed the island. The capital city, St. George's, hosted a popular medical school attracting people from all over the world, including hundreds of U.S. citizens. Citing danger to those Americans, Mr. Reagan sent in the Marines. They were confronted by Marxist troops Cuban soldiers, military advisors from the Soviet Union. President Reagan ordered reinforcements. By the time the fighting was done, 6,000 American troops had been deployed to Grenada. 20 were killed, more than 100 wounded. The operation was successful. The communist government deposed in just four days. Democratic elections were held less than a year later. Some Americans were skeptical of Mr. Reagan's invasion, noting the conflict took place only two days after terrorists in Lebanon killed 240 Marines. Despite that criticism, the Reagan administration cited the battle as the first successful rollback of communism since America's failure in Vietnam. Today, Grenada marks the victory as a national holiday known as Thanksgiving Day. It commemorates the freeing of political prisoners by U.S. troops. Many of those were later elected to office. Some are still serving. And here's something else you might not know. Some American politicians continue to oppose the action. An anti-war march descended on Washington one month after the conflict was over. 50,000 people attended, including the mayor of Burlington, Vermont. That would be back then... Bernie Sanders. Back after this. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.